0: This is Talk Freight. Talk Freight. And this is Craig Bliss. What's up, everybody? It is Craig. Today is Monday. That means it's time for another Make More Money Monday sponsored by truckstop.com there. Um, As you guys may know, I've been gone for a few weeks here. Actually, about two weeks. About this is the third week. I am back here. Like usual, I like to start off with a quote. And that quote today is actually from our sponsor truckstop.com. And that quote here, let me find it, it says uh, from our sponsor I found this on our link on their LinkedIn uh, post. They, they posted, "As we have seen so many times in the past, when disaster strikes, professional truck drivers are on the front lines to ensure supplies and aid are delivered to keep our country running." And all I got to say about that is, Amen.") <laughs> I'm gonna talk about a few things about that, so stay with me. But you know, basically, amen. It's um, not just truck drivers; a lot of healthcare workers. I get it. You know, a lot of other people. But um, as you can see, truck drivers are the one who's keeping everybody um, together. You know, with that, even you know, supplying all the aid and healthcare stuff for the healthcare workers. But anyway, we're gonna talk about today what is going on. That is actually mainly a uh, quet. Excuse me. Yeah, that's mainly a question. Than it is a statement. I see you, Gene. Thank you. Thank you for joining. And that's mainly, you know, um, a question I'm asking y'all. What is going on? You know, I have my opinions, of course. You guys know I have my opinions. Um, I want to talk about that. Plus, I want to know what is going on in terms of people, you know, praising truck drivers on social media. You see them all over the news, especially the national news, you know, all those CNNs and all that jazz. Um, you see everybody praising truck drivers. But I don't know about you. I'm not seeing a lot of it in real life. I'm not talking about the, you know, the neighborhood moms handing out food, you know, at the truck stop. I'm talking more than that. But I'm gonna be talking about that. I also want to talk about, you know, the brokers offering these uh, cheap freight, Walmart booting drivers still in their parking lot during this pandemic, um, plus a big one, the shippers holding drivers to appointment times but refusing entry once they get there. And I'm talking about, you know, rush stuff as, you know, common for a human, like using the bathroom, getting water, um, stretching out their damn legs, all that jazz. You know, it's um, it's kind of crazy to me. But we're going to talk about all that and kind of one big mix, give you my opinion. You know, I've been out for a few weeks. so I definitely been holding my opinion um, to kind of talk about that until now. But before I do, I want to mention behind me looks a little bit different than my last video. That is because I moved. Um, I'm going to take this off. It's getting hot. I moved cross country. A few weeks ago, I lived in Phoenix. Now I'm living in Illinois. This is actually my hometown. I moved to Phoenix from this um, hometown just a few weeks ago. Uh, Steven, I'm going to talk about that. So you're on my mind. I'm going to answer that. But Anyways, I am here in uh, Central Illinois. I don't have my normal broadcasting or my normal setup in my office because I am still waiting. move in I'm in my office I was able to move in here but I was not able to move in my house you know it's just this pandemic got here and uh, I was pushed back so I've been staying up in a hotel you know Airbnb for the last 10 days but I'm hoping to get up in my house in the next two days I got you know a Penske truck sitting outside here with all the crap in my house just sitting there including clothes um, all my office crap I dug out my computer and my microphone as you can see here but that's just sad. I'm hoping by next week you know everything will be up and dandy i haven't even logged into sonar okay because there's no internet here the internet at the hotel sucks so it just doesn't pull up i've been going nuts i guess uh i definitely been in quarantine but usually you should be online more during these quarantines but i've been all- online less because i haven't had access to it uh, and so it's been crazy you know it's definitely been a mess i just have to say i definitely recommend not moving during a pandemic or quarantine. I definitely did not do this on purpose. I know a lot of people think that, but it's uh, just a timing. I knew it was coming. I tried to get out of Phoenix beforehand, but Illinois shut down days before I got here. That's just, you know, that's just what it is. But by next week, as I said, I should be good to go. Should have my office set up, should have my computer going, my regular broadcasting, you know, all that jazz, all that fancy stuff. Uh, But I make sure to get back on Sonar because I really want to see you know what is going on with the numbers you guys know i like looking at numbers i don't like hearing you know everybody's opinion and making facts from that i like looking at you know the numbers myself um to see what's going on so before i get started here that's basically what i just want to mention that different spot what do they say like uh new year new me well it's like uh past the first quarter and it's new me already um but anyways show must go on here we are anyway steven hernandez said uh, my biggest problem this past week and this week has been appointments. Mm, I knew it. That's why I want to bring it up because you have all these damn people on Facebook supporting truck drivers, yet they're keeping them out there on the curb, you know, like you know homeless dogs or whatever. Or if they're not, they're having you holding you to your appointment time, having get there, at, let's say 8 a.m., barely getting breakfast, you know, with you or going to the bathroom. Get there at 8 a.m., then you're sitting there for 10 hours. Doesn't make sense to me. Anyways, we're gonna talk about that. Um, Definitely been a disaster Joe cares. Um, I'd be happy with better paying loads and common courtesy Amen, why is it so hard? I mean, that's you know, kind of what I'm gonna talk about You know here in a few but why is it so hard? You know take off the good paying loads. I'd watch what I say on Facebook Take out the good paying loads. I mean just common courtesy people. I mean we are all human I don't know very many people who are working inside of facilities the vast majority of us are working inside of our truck, are working at home, yet you stuff a lot of angry people, a lot of rude ass people. Um, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's uh, one thing I wanna mention, you probably read in the title. The last like 12 months or so, last year, I say a year, but I know it's been longer than that. Um, hey, how's it going, Michael? I know it's been a lot longer than that, but the last 12 months or more has been absolutely br- brutal for the American owner-operator. I mean, if the rising renewal for the insurance renewal costs didn't kick out, you know, all these American owner-operators, man, this coronavirus, I'm telling you, I think is just going to kill off the rest of them, which is sad. Don't get me wrong, obviously. And these $1,000 stimulus checks that half of us aren't even going to get, that's, a, a you know, ugh getting mixed up that is way too little and at this point way too late because we're still waiting on it but it kind of goes back to you know everybody sporting truck drivers um, but it when it gets down to it not a lot of people are doing an actuality and this is what I mean you know we are hearing you know as citizen taxpayers whatever we're all getting like this measly stimulus checks sure it definitely helps definitely pay rent make your car payments all that jazz but for truck drivers a thousand bucks that ain't cutting it. And so I started thinking, what can the government do to help out the truck driver? Well, there's a lot they can do. They can start writing out checks, sending money in the mail, throw out money in my bank, all that jazz, or the most easiest way, start start helping out on these load rates or these freight rates. But my biggest concern there is, how can they do that? You know, you hear about everybody saying, you know, essential worker, you need freight shipping across the U.S., you can't shut down truck drivers truckers, you know, skip the wait station because you are essential, but yet the rates aren't equaling that. Okay. You have minimum wage workers, you know, crying because they don't have hazard pay, not dissing minimum wage workers whatsoever. Been there, done that. Um, But what about the truck driver? Even if they were granted hazard pay, how in the hell can they get that pay? I I just, I just don't see it. It, You know, everybody's saying, well, the helps come for the truck driver. How, how are they going to receive it? Because my biggest thing is this, you know, of course, I'm talking about the little guys, of course, the megas, you know, those are all figured out. I'm not here to talk about the megas. I'm here to talk about the little guys, the owner-ops, the small fleet owners, all that jazz. How in the hell can they get help? How how in the hell can they get help? The government in terms of money, maybe to subsidize, subsidize these rates, or kind of like what Uber do, where they have like a hot zone where you get more money um, pulling out of that area. But anyways there's actually really no way you could do it because the vast majority of these little guys owner operators small fleets are getting freight directly from brokers and if they're lucky enough they're using a you know load board like truckstop.com and getting lucky to find direct to ship for freight which is very very far few in between so it goes back to even if the government was offering you know truck drivers money to keep their wheels turning how would they get it the only way they can do it is you know given more money on freight however if the vast majority of freight is moved by broker, that money will not be passed to carriers. And I'm almost confident enough to say that you know right here because I'm still seeing a lot of screenshots in my group freight brokers and truck drivers. I've drivers posting screenshots off these low boards of you know these brokers offering freight to these hot pandemic areas, almost like zombie zones, for pennies on the dollar. Okay. Typically during these disasters like Hurricane Harvey, what are those other ones? Um, all those other damn hurricanes, you know, freight usually goes through the roof because you have a lot of um, a lot of this aid and support, you know, these FEMA loads, what have you, and the freight rates match it. Okay, may take a little bit longer to get paid from FEMA or the government, but you typically always get paid. Promise. This time is different, and we kind of all knew it. You know, when I was talking to people in the beginning, like, damn, hitting a pandemic, watch your freight go through the roof. Other people are like, Craig, you're thinking of it wrong. If we're going to quarantine, that means everybody. I'm like, duh. So I started thinking, well, if volume goes down, the rates surely have to go up. Damn, was I wrong. <laughs> I've been out of it, you know, out of the game for a couple weeks, have not accessed Sonar. have not been in the group a lot, you know, talking with my owner-operator friend small fleet friend to see what is going on with the rates kind of about on a day-to-day basis. But I can tell you one thing, I am not seeing anything, you know, significant. To help out the truck drivers and that's why in the beginning i said you have all these people on facebook sharing you know thousands of times all these posts about you know helping truck drivers do this and this and this to support them yeah i don't see it you know we don't need anything but money excuse me i don't mean to say we because i'm not an owner operator i'm saying y'all y'all basically just need money you guys don't need no hand sanitizer and you know from people saying oh they're supporting truck drivers by handing out sanitizer no (laughs) people can buy their own damn sanitizer. And the reason why I mentioned that is gonna bring it to my next point. I wanna start off by saying, I'm not bashing Uber with what I'm about to say. Again, I'm not bashing Uber with what I'm about to say, but today I heard something. I kinda of got the tail end of the podcast, um, whatever one I was listening to today on my way into the office. But I heard the CEO, I believe, or possibly a co-founder, let's just say a big wig, cause I can't remember who he is. A big wig at Uber I recently heard today talk about his incentives they are doing to help out in this coronavirus okay or this covid 19 whatever is politically correct i'm not sure don't want to offend anybody but uber was talking about how for their helping they're giving drivers like 20 bucks a week in food and some hand sanitizer okay pretty cool i guess i mean more than what i'm giving so i mean you you know it's okay but in the same breath that big wig over there at uber do you know what he said he's given the shippers? They're given 0% margin loads to shippers, meaning they will move the shipper's freight at a 0% margin. Okay? If you didn't hear me correctly, they said they're helping truck drivers by giving them $20 a week in food credit, like a voucher, and hand sanitizer while giving shippers, you know, moving their loads for free. Something here does add up because I didn't hear him once mention, I did not hear them mention at all. About who's gonna come up with these rates okay if the broker which is uber moving or you know deciding to move all these loads for free for the shipper who are who's deciding these rates my first thought is it should be the truck driver because we all know brokers are out to make money you know from the um, uh, from the spread between what they get it from the shipper and what they sell to the truck driver well now if they're doing zero percent margin well my only thought is in actuality it should be the truck drivers should be making these rates and now I got to say I doubt that is even happening and that is what's so frustrating you have all these brokers going on again national TV all these other people going national TV going on podcasts saying how they're helping the truck drivers but no one's actually helping $20 in food <laughs> I mean hand sanitizer thank you but no thank you how about you start helping with these rates they're digital brokerage and that's why I say they have you know the capacity to do so a lot of these small-time brokers man they're suffering if you're an agent right now you guys are suffering if you're you know a small-time brokerage you guys are suffering because I worked out a lot of them typically there's not a cushion and if you guys do have a financial cushion if you will I guarantee you it doesn't say a COVID-19 three-month quarantine cushion same thing with like truck drivers truck drivers you know make a little bit more than brokers in a lot of cases however They have a lot more expenses than brokers, and things just don't, you know, pause. I know my car, uh, my car payment sent me a thing saying I don't have to pay my car payment for three months if I'm affected by this coronavirus thing. Somebody tells me truck drivers are not going to have the same thing with their insurance payments, their truck payments, you know, trailer payments, all these other fees, the list goes on and on. Plus, on that same podcast, before I forget, I want to mention this, on that podcast talk about rates, it was mentioning that, I don't know the spike, but they showed an increase from the data, I believe Sonar gonna assume, an increase of truck drivers accepting freight to areas they have never delivered before. To me, that's a little bit damn scary because that just shows the lack of freight that we see in the market and what's even more scarier is, they says like a 3% decline, you know, three days in a row or two days in a row of freight volume. That 3% doesn't seem like a lot, but I guess on a national scale, it is a lot. Because you have these truck drivers taking loads, let's say, Fargo, North Carolina, or to Zombie Land there in New York City. However, the rates are not equaling the hazard on the destination end, or the rates are not equaling the risk of not getting return load on that destination end. And the thing is, a lot of people are saying in the freight group, so I'm gonna let my truck sit. Well, thing is, you know, with freight rates so low and the volume's even lower, it's hard to let your truck sit more than one or two days unless you've been preparing for something like this. Um, or if you're in a lot better financial, you know situation than a lot of people you really can't let your truck sit a lot Especially when the government is not handing out bailouts to the trucking industry like they're doing in other industries um, But that's another topic But anyways, if you have truck drivers taking freight to no-man's land essentially like a Fargo North Car- North Dakota Where they have never taken freight before well, they probably don't have these connections to get freight out So they're relying 100% on these damn low boards where brokers are using them as a feeding frenzy to find cheap carriers. And now normally I'll say carriers, you know, let that cheap crap sit. In this case, man, I wish I could say that, but I'll be giving bad advice because I don't know every area and every situation, but I do know there's not a lot of freight. And that's what's kind of scaring me. Usually it's, uh, oh, go to Atlanta, freight's there. Or go to the, you know, the east, freight's over there. Shit, freight's nowhere right now. <laughs> I have to watch what I say on Facebook. But you guys get my point. It's, um, I guess I'm frustrated. I don't want to talk about the virus, but I'm frustrated during this pandemic how, you know, as I said in the beginning, you know, brokers offering cheap freight. You got Walmart and other places booting drivers. Okay, you have shippers holding drivers appointment times and punishing them when they don't arrive when a lot of them are simply literally using the bathroom or packing a lunch before they get to these facilities. Just to be treated like crap when they get there. And I get it. A lot of people are saying, well, truck drivers need repair, poor planning, blah, blah, blah. They should expect not to use a restroom during a pandemic in a food grade facility. I get that, okay? What I don't get is the response on the ship and receiver sides. They need this crap. So if they want this crap and they understand drivers need a crap, throw out some porta Johns out there in, in the parking lot with some tents that can help them feed, water, you know, the normal human stuff that, you know, humans do on a daily basis. I don't understand why truck, you know, why people look at truck drivers like robotic or, you know, I don't know, mind readers for them to know what facilities have what, what facilities are not allowed in. I want to mention one thing. You know, when I was driving to Illinois from Phoenix, um, I got a alert on my phone from the Facebook thing saying that uh, the Illinois governor, I don't even know his damn name, can't pronounce it. Uh, he's not my cup of tea. But he put something about that. Illinois was on a lockdown. No one could be out on the road, blah, 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 blah. Well, as it turned out, no one was on the road. I hit Springfield, Illinois, probably at like 12, you know, 1130, 12, you know, midnight, um, right after he passed that executive order, whatever. There was not a single saw on the road, except truck drivers, okay? And now here's my thing. I was driving a Penske truck, so I, that's the most truck driver I've ever felt. You know, I used to drive this stri- you know, like straight trucks, uh, but not this big. This is like 26 foot. Anyways, I felt like a truck driver. So as soon as I hit Springfield, I'm like, shit, everything's closed down. About the these small towns, let me go get some McDonald's, let me fill up. I couldn't find anything. You know, all the rest areas were closed. Every single restaurant was closed down. I mean, you could pick up like candy bars and like, you know, meat sticks. What do you call those? Like the Slim Jims to eat, but literally no food. And now I get kind of hangry uh, when I don't eat. So I didn't want to eat that entire day. You know, long story short, because I'll get tired if I eat. I waited 1230 midnight boom hit Springfield wanted to eat literally everything was closed okay and so I hear all these people bitching or you know venting um that their life is rough because they're in their life is rough because they're in quarantine but they have a pantry full of food or an easy access to Walmart whereas truck drivers one who's delivering all this crap for Nancy to you know bulk up on the toilet paper they don't have these options and I saw it firsthand and I've been you know i made a post about in the group you know, when it was happening, but I saw it firsthand. I've been kind of waiting to talk about it that when stuff like this happens, literally everybody thinks about the truck driver last, but on TV and in the Facebook groups are saying praise a truck driver. That's not the case. I have not seen that yet. I know a lot of y'all have seen it, you know, maybe in very isolated areas, but I've not seen it. Even Trucker G, if you don't know him, you can find his page, Trucker G page. Uh, he was mentioning there was a restaurant on one of the places he was going to. They were closed and now my first thought is well you gotta expect to be closed you know with this virus going around everywhere gotta expect to be closed but the problem was it was attached to a truck stop and they did not offer takeout or delivery option why in the hell are you at a truck stop if you're not going to offer takeout and delivery option you cannot tell me you don't have the staff or the resources to do it I was reading through the comments people were like well minimum wage workers don't want to work too those owners are not getting paid minimum wage (laughs) those managers are not getting paid minimum wage they're getting paid more than that and they can surely open up to support truck drivers during this time but the people who can open up a little bit more and who should open up more is the people who make determinations of freight the freight decision makers and if you're you know making pricing decisions in freight right now you need to make sure that you're thinking about these truck drivers because right now is all fine dandy you may think, like, uh, the smoke's clearing. You know, I was joking about this COVID-19 virus three weeks ago. Not joking too much about it now because um, I'm not scared of the results. I'm scared of everybody else reacting. And that's, um, you know, what I keep telling people who are not in trucking. Wait till the truck driver gets pissed off. He's not even pissed. Wait till they get fed up with the uh, the response of them right now and see how much everybody's going to be freaking out then. I'm already knowing about it. You know, I'm already aware of what could happen. Therefore, I'm smart. You won't catch me with my pants out. You know, I got all the food. I got my TP. Got my paper towels. I'm good to go. But what I'm telling everybody else, especially those Walmart booting drivers, I heard those like $500 to $1,000 a pop to take off. Uh, they need to get their facts straight. You know, I wish everybody would just stop shopping at Walmart. But I know that's impossible, especially when you go through no man's land in those flyover states. Seems like Walmart's the only saving grace um, on a route. But anyways, I just wish more things would change. You know, truck drivers are constantly thinking about y'all. I don't know what I can do to help. I was thinking about earlier. Again, I know truck drivers, to me, they just need money. I'm not afraid to say it, you know, whether that be gift cards. If there's anything that I can do, use my group or leverage my group to help out truck drivers. Let me know your ideas. I'm always willing to do that. If you're not a member of a group, freight brokers or truck drivers, search for it. And join the conversation there. Um, <clears throat> excuse me I'm seeing um, Josh putting uh, excuse me oh I see some comments here uh, and where would it come from Michael saying where would it come from government shows sure as hell won't pay it I'm with you and that's the issue Michael that I'm saying it's even if the government was wanting to pay it you know my idea is we need to give truckers some more money because here's my fear probably irrational but it, I think it could happen at some point truck drivers are gonna park okay they're gonna need a, a need a you know, be home with their family because, it's you know, this thing is getting even more crazy um, or they're not going to have enough money to operate their truck or they're going to start risking operating their truck without getting paid in 30 days because somebody else is closed down. That's what I'm worried about. And that's why I say, you know, the government's getting all this stimulus, you know, money to save the iceberg somewhere else, you know, save the koala bears, whatever. But what about the truck driver? And that's where it goes. Okay, even if they were going to offer a truck driver money, how in the hell can they give it? They can't just add it to freight because the vast majority of loads pulled by brokers and i'm not talking about the megas you know i definitely understand spot freight is a very small portion of the whole freight world but the whole freight world is generally ran by the megas other than that little small you know small portion for the spot freight so anyways i want to know how the government if they ever gave money to the truckers how they could do it where we go directly to um truck drivers especially like the owner of small fleet owners but we do know one thing if you owe uncle sam a dollar they'd be banging down your damn door they wouldn't know how to get their money from you but right now they're like oh i don't know how to get the money to you yeah you do <laughs> do it, request it on venmo <laughs> yeah send, send me my money on venmo that's what i should tell him anyways josh said i team with my dad at the moment and we have the same issue replying to steven um oh about the appointment time oh okay i'm that the comments are popping in slowly i apologize um I keep hearing once all this is over, it'll be it'll be good. But that's just hearsay, not a credible source. Josh, I am with you because here's my problem. So right now, you know, the government's saying um, April 30th, you know, the, the stay-at-home ban will be lifted. You know, hopefully businesses are back to being open. We work in trucking. We know that's not how it works. It's in a great world, you know, the ports, you know, the shippers will be flooded with freight, but we know it's going to take... Time that we do not have to get back on that schedule once everything opens back up you're talking about weeks before things start getting back on schedule I mean you have brokers working from home shippers working from home and I'm not saying feel sorry for them I'm just saying like you have all these damn people working from home it's gonna take a long time for things to get back into motion kind of put it this way the movie theater business right now I was just hearing there's one thing I didn't know when they uh, you know like producers all of them when they make a movie they have like ninety days, or uh, excuse me, they will s- give that movie rights to movie theaters for ninety days before having it available like on Hulu or Netflix and all that. Right now, because of this pandemic, you know Universal and Hollywood, and all them, they're releasing movies the moment it's released. Boom, right to your Hulu, or uh, iTunes movies. I think it's said like twenty bucks, and you can buy a movie directly from them while skipping, um, while skipping the movie theater. The problem is, kind of like with, with freight, okay? Right now, everything's disrupted, it's stop. A lot of DCs or a lot of distribution centers are being skipped and it's going straight from, you know, the source to the shelf, okay? My fear is once it starts back up again, a lot of people start changing their supply chain, maybe making it easier, maybe optimizing a little bit. However, change indeed, I think, is coming. Once this uh, pandemic, this COVID-19 coronavirus is up, It's not just going to start back up. You open up truckstop.com and there's going to be a thousand premium loads. I don't see that. Once it's lifted, I think it would take a few weeks before we start seeing loads trickle in. But then you have to have those sales guys back at these brokers and then, you know, the sales reps at these carriers and owner ops start going after and finding these loads again, sourcing them back out from the shipper. That takes time. I don't know a single soul working on like an RFQ right now. I mean, granted, it's kind of an awkward time, because usually they did it last year. They're kind of reading them now. Uh, but you guys get my point. There's not going to be the freight as we thought that I begged that I thought was going to be here when I was doing my video on January 1. It's just not here. That's why when people are saying, Craig, what do you think uh, 2020 is going to look like? I said at that time, well, I don't know. Let's see after the first quarter. Man, I'm glad I didn't bet money that I was going good, because my actual thought was freight will go up. I would have lost some money. Anyways reopen the rest areas too Joe that is my point Joe carries Joe Kerr said reopen the rest areas too that's my point you know when I'm traveling I don't stay like at a motel or hotel I just sleep right in my car and the Penske you know, on the bench seat whatever all the rest areas are closed and I'm a little bit paranoid sleeping on truck stops and I see all the shenanigans you know on the Facebook groups but uh all the rest areas are closed but I did see some interesting things I'm glad that cost a mess with them there's two rest areas one like going out of Missouri one heading into uh, Illinois one on the Missouri side and one on the Illinois side. Both of them had those orange cones, you know, right in there where, you know, they're saying don't enter this rest area. Those cones were like basically ran over. You can see like kind of on the side. And the whole line was just full of trucks. My first thought was <laughs> truck drivers literally have nowhere else to go. So, I mean, that's all they can do. I was kind of surprised by that, but I'm glad the dude who thought about it did it. So other, you know, other truck drivers behind them knew, you know what, screw it. I'm going to park here, even though there's a cone, saying me not. It doesn't make sense to me. You can close down that rest area building and worse comes to worse. But why close down the locks? Even some of them have the gates. Why? Our tax dollars pay for that. Keep that open. I mean, especially in times like this during these pandemics, um, you know, where the government's closing down everything. Keep them open. It's not just commuters and Nancy and Billy Bob taking their kids to soccer games every day. You still have truck drivers traveling down the road. <laughs> Again, every day on people on Facebook, I keep saying it every day, people praise and talk about how much they love truck drivers. Yet here's another instance where they're not doing it in real life. I mean, the list goes on and on. I know I can get on a tangent of that, but it's just kind of frustrating. Dollar, um, eight. Uh, Mark Atkins said $1.80 a mile to the city. Ooh. <laughs> we're not talking about new york city you know another thing i want to talk about man i'm going off on a tangent i didn't have much on my list i lost my yellow pads so i'm just down to my uh sticky note pad here um but there's a viral post going around and you know the facebook groups not in the trucking ones but in other ones there is other groups on facebook than trucking but a lot of them are about people are freaking out about the reefer trailers backed up to the hospitals in new york city okay I don't know if it's because I understand what's going on, and why I'm not freaking out about that too much, but I, you know, I am freaking out, freaking out about the amount of deaths all I want, but I'm not freaking out about that they're using refrigerated trailers or climate-controlled trailers to housing bodies. My first thought is if that was my family member in one of those trailers. I would, you know, I would definitely want them in a refrigerated trailer than just sitting there, like we've seen during uh, that Hurricane Katrina, where bodies were just floating around. They weren't, you know, being taken care of in a humane proper moral way. And so I'm definitely glad New York city is, you know, at least using climate control trailers to, um, kind of combat the issue. But I only mentioned that because he mentioned to the city. And if you search anything on Google about New York city right now, it looks like a zombie zone. I mean, I definitely understand those reefer trailers. They look scary, but it definitely looks like a zombie zone. I want to hit that place for $10 and 80 cents a mile. Of course, I'm not a truck driver and not a single broker will pay for it. If you had a whole trailer of masks and ventilators and you said, you know, I need $5 a mile. Not saying that you're price gouging, you know, not doing like that. I still bet a broker still wanna pay it. (laughs) It's crazy to me, but anyways. uh, Trucking companies are not excluded from CARES, C-A-R-E-S. There'll be just as much money granted to trucking companies that apply as any other businesses. Okay, Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't looked up CARES. He, um, Joel put CARES in capital letters. I'm going to assume that, you know, stands for something. I've not looked into it. I know there's a lot of, you know, the SBA loan, a lot of loans for small businesses giving out to keep payroll going and the lights on. And obviously a lot of trucking companies are included in that, uh, small business. Anyways, I'm not familiar what CARES is or what can be excluded from it. But my point about getting extra money during these times, loans don't help especially with owner operators. I know a lot of small businesses where they can or they will benefit by obtaining a loan now, keep their lights on, pay the employees and just keep the doors locked until our, until business go back to normal. However, in trucking, think about this. Okay. Let's just say we plan on getting in a loan to, you know, keep our lights on, you know, lights on and our trucks paid on for the next month. Thing is, as a loan, we're expected to pay that back. You know, once the lights turn back on or once the US opens up again after this quarantine the problem is Truckers are already suffering a lot from low margin barely making a truck payment Therefore if you throw a loan on top of that You know, I'm kind of scared about the results of that loan being paid off, you know And if it's not paid off, what do they take is it truck collateral is a trailer collateral. I don't know I haven't looked up into it. I'm just thinking off the top of my head my first thoughts about it there Michael says I've been warning everyone the truckers are already at the beyond pissed off. It's time to strike it's time to strike talk point. Michael, see, that's what I was saying. I don't know if it's because I work in trucking or I'm around truckers why I'm already thinking that. But a lot of people that I talk to, you know, people in my little small village I live in, they they don't seem to understand because they say, Well, truckers, they have to do their job. Same thing at the Mobile or the Super K. They have to do their job, but you don't see them doing it. In some areas you do, but not in all areas. That's why I'm saying I'm kind of concerned. And not concerned about, you know, truck drivers doing it of ill will, but truck drivers doing it because they're forced to. Again, like I said a few reasons earlier, I can see truck drivers, you know, shutting down or striking not to be ill towards anybody, but because, you know, they need to be close to their family during this time. If we were having some national disaster worse than this, we definitely would not expect truck drivers to be away from their family. Who in the hell going to guard them? A lot of these truck drivers are still head of household, even if they aren't in their house every single day. Um, other things can be again like the hazards, uh, you know, the risk of going into to or from these places, as well as literally not having the money to, you know, afford taking their truck from a sh- to a shipper to a receiver, just because they don't have it. You know, that's kind of like what I'm looking at. Um, yeah someone says i don't think truck drivers talk about striking i haven't heard much about it yet i did hear about the Instacart and the amazon going on strike anytime i hear amazon on the news i'm going to be honest with you people i either turn it off i just psh, or where they say one ear out the other it's every time amazon's in the news they just want to get hyped up that's they don't pay a dime for advertising because they don't they don't need to they make some weird title like clickbait boom everybody clicks it they share it in the group everybody thinks amazon's taking over the world not the case. Amazon did not shut down their warehouse. Therefore, they infected the entire warehouse with this coronavirus. And now employees are going on strike because Amazon has refused to sanitize it. Amazon's not the only one. They're just the biggest one or the bigger one. Therefore, everybody's talking about it. Instacart, if you work for Instacart, you're a 1099. I'm not going to say just a 1099, but you are only 1099. Therefore, you can make the determination if you want to continue your gig job. I actually used to do Instacart when I lived here a few years ago. It's been about four or five years. I stopped doing it when I received a settlement check from a class action lawsuit from Instacart from when they were trying to do shenanigans about you know four years ago or so. <laughs> Again, big new you know, big names always make the news, so I'm not worried about that. Someone says the CARES loan will be forgiven if you do it right. Now that's awesome. Joel, I'm gonna write that down talked a little bit too soon earlier i was like i said i wasn't aware what this cares loan do c-a-r-e-s um apparently it's a stimulus package that was just passed a cares loan will be forgiven if you do it right um, i don't know anything about that so i'm definitely gonna look that into it i appreciate joel dropping that knowledge to me i'm gonna look it up so hopefully i can make a post to give more people information about that if they're not aware because if you can get a loan that's forgiven by the government that's exactly what you need to do especially if you kind of keep your lights on there or if it does keep your lights on your family fed and your employees happy who are working for you um but if it's forgiven it's kind of like a grant free money is always good money it's not even free you guys already paid into it and that's why you know i'm always saying we already paid into it it's not taking a handout we already paid for it we're just begging to get our money that we gave to the government kind of back here um Someone else saying, do it. Any SBA approved lender, I can send you a quick video on it. Awesome. Okay, someone's helping out um, here. I did know about the SBA, but I did not look into it that far enough to know about the care. So I do apologize. Um, Like I said, I'm going to look into that to see what I can do. Hopefully, it will help drivers. Because like I'm saying, people, all I'm saying is this. You know, right now, everybody's talking about the coronavirus. That's why I don't want to talk about it unless it's going to help. I don't want to talk about the death toll. I don't want to talk about the number of people infected. Hell, I could have had it. (laughs) I don't know, okay? Because I have a healthy immune system. Um, So, you know, I was sick a few times last month. But I don't think I had it. But I'm just saying I could have had it. I'm still here, you know, kicking, doing this. Um, But in the meantime, we just have to help each other out. You know, you guys know from this takeaway of my video here. The people on my hit list really are these brokers that are giving or offering cheap rates to drivers going into these zombie loans. Places like Walmart plus a whole bunch of other companies booting our truck drivers regardless if they have essential equipment in the back of their trailer or not my opinion is during this time no one should get booted I don't care if I have a, you know lumber books you know anything a truck driver should not be booted because it goes in again imagine this my last tangent a driver goes from Houston North Dakota okay hopefully you would never do that to himself let's say he goes to Houston North Dakota Stops out of Walmart along the way, sleeps, wake up, boom, booted. He already took a crap load to North Dakota. Now he's paying $1,000 to get this crap off. He gets North Dakota. There's no load. Now he's going back empty. That is my issue. You have to think full circle and not just a one slice. Think about the whole pie and not just a slice. Now that driver's on the red. Now that driver probably has to sit because he's not able to obtain the funds quick, you know, quickly because there's no freight on the map. It just... It's just a vicious cycle people and that's why i say you know people are trying to kick out the owner operator my god <laughs> they're really trying to do it you know i'm always here trying to preach for the owner operator i'm always saying man they're protected man people need to start giving them a little bit owner rob small fleets for what makes this world keep going what keeps the food on the shelves what's left <laughs> i left phoenix with nothing on the shelves came to illinois nothing here too uh, speaking of that i've been eating a lot of interesting stuff i hope you guys are one of you guys have been too Usually, uh, you know, I eat the normal stuff, eat out, you know, a few times a week, especially during lunch. Sometimes hit up Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks for breakfast, uh, McDonald's, all that jazz during the week. You know, quite frequently, probably every single week. However, since all this stuff's been going on, I've been cooking. I know how to cook, almost. Um, I've been cooking more, I should say. I used to get those Hello Freshes. I canceled it because I was tired of paying it. And I'm like, damn, I should have kept, kept it going because... I'm just throwing stuff together making it not too bad (laughs) I think I talked about I like looking at people's food pictures that's when we had that post with truck drivers making food in the truck man I thought that was the best thing ever I I I guess because I love food or different ways of me cooking it but I was thinking that today that man I'm eating some different foods I never thought I'll eat just because our shelves are empty and there's no way to get food and it may get worse Especially if our truck driver friends go on strike to demand more money. Don't know. Anyways, that's all I got for today. Hopefully by next week this will be, you know, changed up. I wish you could see this office. Uh, this is the only clean spot you see. Everything around me is kind of chaos and chaotic. Uh, but hopefully moving my my house in a few days. Hopefully I can get around to get a haircut. You know the normal stuff. I'm, I'm I have no clothes at this point. I need to find a laundry mat, but they're all closed, and so I'm waiting to get my new house. Um, (laughs) You know, do wash You know, do the laundry So I've been wearing the same stuff You know, day in, day out I don't care Um, That's just how it works Anyways, I hope you all Oh, wait, one more thing here California, no food Amy said, California, no food Now that's scary You have millions of people living there with no food That's, um You know, I was in National Guard The Army National Guard You know, years ago For about six years And one thing that I remember someone telling me was When they knew I lived in downtown Chicago The guy asked me if I had a rat. And I'm like, a raft? I have a Jeep, why do I need a raft? He said, if something ever happens like 9-11 that like happened in New York, you'd be stranded in Chicago unless you had a raft. And then I always got me thinking, man, no matter how good you feel in life, you always have to have a backup plan so you don't get caught with your pants down. That's one thing I like to say. So California having no food, I can imagine those roads are packed. I'll be scared. That's, um, I'll be telling people, do you have a raft? <laughs> At least you can get out of California if you ever right You can go to a few places. Go to Mexico. I don't hear a lot of viruses in Mexico. Maybe because I haven't read about them, but maybe I'll go there. Um, I'm seeing another one from Hector uh, Padilla. I did see U.S. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see Uber phrase Bill. Let me see. I mean, I'm just reading here. Big phrase. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, Hector Padilla, uh, thank you for joining, and thank you for saying this. He did say, he said... I did see Uber Freights representative Bill on Freight Waves this morning, not answering the question about the rate cliff coming. But you're right, it's all lip service. Fake praise for truck drivers and pure self-marketing on LinkedIn. But to be honest, I need a $20 voucher for Uber Eats. <laughs> How about pay a decent rate and not lower your accessorial pay? We're not asking for a hazard pay or a $20 eating voucher. I can't even say it with a straight face because Hector, you get what I'm saying, okay? Uber Eats is cool. You should see my history. Talk about eating out. Uber Eats is one of my other ones. In fact, I'm not loyal to one of those food apps. I pick whichever one offer me free food delivery that that moment. But going back there, that's my point. All these people going on these podcasts, these national, you know, news, televisions, and all these Facebook groups saying, you know, praise the truck driver. I'm gonna give the shirt off my back to a truck driver, you know, poor truck drivers. Yet they get offered a twenty dollar food voucher from a billion dollar company. But in the same breath, offering shippers, no fee to move your freight. It doesn't make sense to me. Maybe it makes sense to y'all, but it definitely doesn't make sense to me. And that's why I want to mention it. Pure self-marketing, lip service, fake praise. I could not say better myself, especially on that LinkedIn. You have a lot of bored content creators on all platforms right now talking about one thing, that's coronavirus, not I. I'm only gonna talk about how it affects you and what you can do. Not about how many people it's doing and whatever, whatever. Anyway, that's all I got. Until next time, hopefully all this behind me is good to go. Hopefully, I'm good to go. Hopefully, my office is good to go. And hopefully, y'all are good to go. If you haven't seen your family yet, get back to your family. I've been away from mine for about three years. Glad to be back. It's been a long damn time since I've been gone. Didn't realize it until I came back. I know a lot of you truck drivers on the road for, you know, two, three, four weeks at a time or even longer. Probably haven't seen your family during this pandemic and you guys need to get back Um, because that's all we have, (laughs) basically. So until next time, remember, say no to that cheap freight, remain professional, and let's make more money, stay healthy, wash your damn hands. See you later.